Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guidance, serving on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. I hope everyone is doing absolutely whimsical on this whimsical Wednesday. Sorry I'm running a little bit late. Just uh, got in and I was en route and didn't want to pull over because you know how the signal gets all shady. And I thought, I'm not far from my little humble abode and I can come sit down and chop it up with you guys for just a little bit. So here I am and hope you've been having a good day. It is a Beautiful, sunny 65 degrees here in Crescent City, although it is very, very windy. And so, just left an appointment, and I was driving along thinking, you know, when things get really chaotic, and there's a lot of moving pieces, maybe, you know, there's a lot of kids, there's a lot of activities, hello there, Mimi. And, you know, it's just a lot of stress, maybe even just so many things going on. Not necessarily bad, sometimes bad, you know, it could just be, could be good stress from a lot of things going on. What do you do, especially as a parent, when your kids are in chaos and where everything seems to be chaotic? Do you speed up? Do you speed up to try to get more done? Do you yell more? You try to you know, give more direction and move at a faster pace? Or do you slow down? I want you to think about that question. When things get chaotic, hello there, Jody Jordan from Canada. Hello, Jason. Jason says, hanging on, but barely. Sometimes, brother, that's all you can do is just hang on. Hello there, Karen. What do you do? Do you speed up? Do you try to get more done in that time of chaos? Do you slow down? Because really that is the key, one of the keys. I'm not going to say it's the key, but one of the keys to making it through. My hair has finally gotten to the point that I'm starting to sit on it. So sometimes I, I sit down and I'm you know, trying to turn and my head's like freaking rains on a, on a buffalo instead of a horse. I'm more of a buffalo kind of guy. So... Um, I, I want to really encourage you guys because that's what I do. And when things get, when things start get real, getting really stressful and they start to, they start to, you know, starts to be a lot going on. One of the things that I have taught myself to do, and this is whether it's working with kids, whether it's working, you know, with families, my own family, you know, just business, my employees, you know, it doesn't matter what the scenario is, but when I find myself feeling more pressure, more stress from any of those outside places, one of the things that I've taught myself to do is to slow down. And when you slow down, it does not, and I've said this for years, when you slow down, it doesn't mean that you get less done. It's that you slow down your thinking in the midst of doing the things you have to do. And that really is the power of breathing and teaching yourself how to breathe when you're stressed. And I'm going to say that that's almost 
it, it's probably pretty well connected. I mean, they probably go hand in hand. Your ability to breathe impacts your ability to slow down. So I'm just going to do that with you, you know, right here. Karen says gearing down. Absolutely. I think about a semi truck when I think about gearing down. You ever heard a semi truck going along and all of a sudden they go, rrr, rrr. it's like gearing down. You can't gear down too fast, obviously. You throw your transmission. But you have to begin the process. And it's a steady process. And so you breathe and you just slow down. And the more you do that, the more you breathe, the more your thinking comes online. The more your thinking comes online, the more your short-term memory is active and available. And I just heard someone say, well, what if there's something going on? What if, what if it's hard? What if it, there's, what if our kids are fighting? That is the best time. What if my kids threatening to run away? What if I'm driving in the car with all my kids and one of my kids opens the door? That is the best time. Because if you don't breathe, what your brain's immediately going to do is it's going to go into a reactive state and you're going to start yelling at your kid who's already stressed out. You're going to start yelling at him to shut the door. Now think about this for a moment. Because as I've told you before, in times of stress, our thinking becomes confused and distorted. Our short-term memory is suppressed. You're driving along, and I'm using a drastic, drastic example. Jason says, any tips for getting centered in the moment? Stopping. Stopping and breathing. Stopping and breathing is the tip. That starts everything. You stop. You breathe. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Maybe you sit down. Maybe you take a step back. Maybe you walk in a circle. Anything you need to do to get yourself to slow down. The process of slowing down is the process of getting centered. The process of getting centered is the process of getting present. The process of getting present is the process of becoming mindful. Paying attention. So using an extreme example, you're driving along and one of your kids opens the door of the vehicle. Stress and reactivity immediately says, you got to scream at your kid to shut the door. But presence and mindfulness and regulation says you've got to breathe. You've got to breathe. Maybe you don't go into an absolute meditative state. Maybe you do. But you take one deep breath. You see the doors open. The door flails open, flails open for a minute, flails on way open, whatever it is. You take one deep breath and guess what you do? Your brain comes back online and you start to push on the brakes and pull over to the side of the road. In fact, I just had this scenario happen with a parent. That's why it's coming up. It can, abs it can be absolutely 
the best, it can be absolutely the most difficult thing to do in the moment. And that is why you have to practice. Think about this. Think about this for all of us. We are all the time wanting our children to be less impulsive. But if in the moment of stress, in the moment of threat, we can't teach ourselves to breathe, then are we not also being impulsive? And if we are being impulsive, aren't, aren't we making it that much more difficult to help our children how to not be impulsive? Now think about that for a moment. This is, it's just so important. But I did, I had a mom the other day. She's got six, six kids and a little one. And, and one of her kids that's more sensitive, more prone to being stressed out, more prone to getting overwhelmed. He started opening the door. And guess what she told me? She told me I couldn't pull over because I had all the other kids in the truck and I just had to get home. Think about that for a moment. That is a reflection of a mind that is in a state of confusion and distortion. That is a reflection of a mind that is in a state of suppressed short-term memory. Because a mind that is clear and coherent knows that if a kid keeps opening the door, the risk is that he's eventually going to fall out. Or that he's, she's going to hit something with the door. So the most important thing, the very first thing you've got to do, is you've got to stop, you've got to breathe, you've got to slow that vehicle down, and you've got to pull over. And you may not even say anything to the kid. Ooh. That is not safe. That is so unsafe. If I'm driving and you fall out of this truck, I am going to be devastated. I'm going to be so sad. And we're all going to be affected. Do you need to ride in the front with me? Do you need to ride in the middle chair? Do you need to ride in the back? Maybe we need to shuffle all, shuffle all the kids. You need to get in the back. What do I need to do to help you feel safe? Because I can't drive knowing that you don't feel safe enough to keep that door closed. So what do I need to do to help you feel safe? You see that conversation? You see that process? That is rational. That is logical. And it all starts through breathing. When things get chaotic, guys, I'm telling you, one, one tip, when things get chaotic, the most important thing you can do is slow down. I find myself slowing down a lot. And sometimes for me slowing down, because I drive a lot, sometimes for me slowing down is turning off the music, turning off my audio books, and just driving in the quiet. Turning off my phone, just driving in the quiet.
and just getting just getting right here, right here, present with my own mind, my own thoughts, and my own breathing. I do that often. I do it often. I really want to encourage you. And those of you who spend time with me, if you spend time with me in large groups or you spend time with me with kids, then you'll observe me do the same thing. Things get, the faster things get, the quieter I get, the slower I get. The more things escalate, the more I de-escalate. Because in any relationship, I'm the significant regulatory figure. And if I take that responsibility on, that I'm the significant regulatory figure, then if things are escalating, I have a responsibility to de-escalate. And that starts with breathing. So I hope this is helpful. And I hope you have a fantastic evening. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. You can continue to react from your same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. Or you can stop, slow down, take three to ten deep breaths, and choose love. And I hope you guys will choose love. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I'll see you tomorrow.